Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2023, and today is our 168th devotional. And I've entitled this one just to be careful where you put your valuables. Um, we've made it up to uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, as we're looking at how Christ is about the Father's business and his teaching to us. And in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, it says this, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before the swine, lest they trample them under feet, and turn again and rend you. So what is this talking about when he's talking about uh, not giving that which is holy to the dogs, and casting your pearls before the swine, um, it, I think the first thing that we, there are a few questions that need to be answered as we go through this and start looking at this. When Jesus is talking about uh, these words, holiness and pearls, what is he talking about? What What is holy? Uh, what does it mean to be holy? And where do we find the word or the use of pearls? you might say, are precious gems. Um, the Word of God talks about um, the temple and the uh, sacrifices and the worship of God as being holy, something that was set apart, something that was um, not to be used in common everyday uh, life. Uh, you even see uh, when you're to uh, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, keep it set apart, live differently on the Sabbath uh, or on your set apart day to God, live differently that day than you do every other day of the week. And so um, the temple, though, was consecrated. It, it was purified. It was set apart. Uh, they had garments that were set apart. They had furniture that was set apart. They had people that were set apart. And so it was just a different set-apart place. But they also had the Word of God, the, the Torah. It was set-apart. It was consecrated. It was holy. And, and I think in our day and age, uh, just thinking about these things, what are some things that we have that should be set-apart, some things that should be consecrated? Well, our marriage should be something that is holy and set apart and consecrated. Uh, when you think about that, your spouse uh, should be consecrated, set apart to you, set apart and holy. Um, that should be something that is um, set apart there, you might say. Um, you can also say that the gospel is set apart. It's holy. It's a pearl of great price. In fact, Matthew chapter 13, verse 45 and 46, it tells us this. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Um, we won't get too much into this little parable, but uh, this pearl of great price, willing to give up everything for that one thing, that's the gospel right there. That's the kingdom of heaven. That's being willing to let everything that uh, we have go 
so that you can gain something better. Uh, it, it reminds me of Jim Elliott's saying, he, he said something to the effect of, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. So uh, this pearl of great price, I would say is the gospel, but I would also say our marriages, our family, um, our church, uh, the worship that we have there, the word of God, it's a pearl of great price. And, and so these are things that I would say are holy. Uh, these are things that I would say are pearls that you can hang on to, that, that are uh, things that you want to take good care of. Um, who or what is he referring to, though, when he refers to dog and swine? Um, dogs and, and, and swine or hogs, uh, they're very useful. They're very helpful in certain uh, situations. Uh, if you're needing to clean up uh, a lot of bad food, uh, throw it out to the dogs. Throw it out to the swine, the, the hogs. Uh, boy, when we had to clean, uh, take the trash out, the hogs got uh, all the leftovers and anything that was bad, they would eat it. Now, I heard something one time, and I'm not sure if it's true or not because I've never tested this, um, but I was told by an old timer uh, that hogs will not drink beer. And, and he said, if hogs won't drink it, I don't need to drink it. And I thought, well, okay, that's an interesting take on it. But of all the things that hogs will eat, they won't drink beer. So um, maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know. I've never tested it. But that's what the old timer said. Uh, but they will clean up everything. They will eat just about anything. Um, and in fact, we find in Second Peter chapter 2, verse 22, um, I know this is coming in uh, in the middle of this text, but it mentions dogs and swine. It says, uh, the dogs turn to his own vomit again, and the sow that is washed uh, to her wallowing wallowing in the mire. And, and what what Peter was talking about there, he was talking about Peter uh, about people who return to their old way of life, people who just live to satisfy their belly, to satisfy their flesh. They've heard the gospel, but they turn away from it. They turn back from it. Um, and it just reminds me of our society right now. Uh, we live in a, a society, uh, whether you live in Europe or whether you live in the United States, we live in a society that is based and founded upon the word of God, something that changed the world drastically. And, and now over the past hundred years or so, maybe even more, we have turned our back on that and we want to get rid of everything having to do with the word of God. We want to keep some of those nice things, um, some of those things that sound good. You're to love everybody. We're to be tolerant. We're not supposed to be mean. Uh, we're not supposed to judge. Uh, <laughs> those things the world wants to hang on to, but they want to get rid of everything else. And, and it doesn't work. It's like a dog returning to its vomit. Uh, I remember as a kid uh, on the farm, seeing a dog vomit up something and then return to it. And it almost made me vomit when I saw that. It was just, oh, sick. But my dad pointed out to me, uh, he said, that that goes right with the verse, Second Peter 2, 22. Uh, the dog returns to its vomit. 
don't be like that dog. Uh, so, uh, it, it just left a mark on my, uh, on my life, but something to notice about dogs and hogs, uh, they are unholy. They will sleep anywhere. They will go to the bathroom anywhere. They will procreate anywhere. Uh, they are just, uh, they're, they don't care what you think about them. They don't care how they're dressed up. Uh, you can dress a dog or a hog up in pretty clothing and whatnot, but they go out and they'll tear it up. They don't care. They're not uh, concerned with uh, what their masters really want. All they're concerned about is, is my belly full and is my flesh cooled? And, and something interesting about both hogs and dogs, uh, hogs and dogs don't sweat. They have to get into the water and, and cool their flesh off. You'll see a dog panting and trying to keep its tongue cool, and you'll see a, a hog waller in the mire. Well, a person that is not saved, a person that's not been regenerated, uh, will seek to, to cool his flesh and to fill his belly. What? Why wouldn't they do that? Uh, I'm not condemning them. That's just the way that they are. So how does this verse apply to us, uh, where we see, give not that which is holy to the dogs, nor cast thy pearls before the swine, um, how do we, how do we apply this to us? Well, some, some takeaways that I see here, um, we should guard our marriages and our holy relationships, uh, vigorously. We shouldn't just, um, be, uh, just, uh, lackadaisical when it comes to our relationships. We need to guard them, uh, fervently. In fact, the Bible tells us, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Uh, he is trying to eat us up, and those things are holy relationships. Uh, he wants to destroy them, whether it's your marriage, or the relationship with your children, or your parents, or your relationship with people at church. Something else that I see, um, we should keep holy those things that are holy. The Word of God is holy, and we ought to take care of it. Uh, I know of people that are careful what, where they set their Bible. They don't want anything to be on top of it. Um, that's not a bad practice at all. Just keeping that mindset of this is holy. But one last thing that I will mention here is when you're dealing with the gospel, the this precious gift that God has provided to us of his salvation. You don't want to give it to somebody before they're ready. And, and I know that might uh, wrinkle some, uh, or ruffle some feathers here, but if a person is not under conviction, if they're not being dealt with by the Holy Spirit, if they're not ready for the good news of the gospel, that Christ died for their sins, he was buried and he rose again to pay the price for their sins. If they don't know that they're a sinner, why would you give them that? Uh, they're not ready for it. They have to be bombarded with the truth of the law of God that they are guilty sinners and they will stand before him on judgment day. And until they're ready for the gospel, they you shouldn't give it to them because they will trample it underfoot and then turn it and lend you. Uh, they will be your enemy uh, when it comes to the gospel. And I try very, uh, quite often, um, I will just leave somebody with 
the law of God. And I'll just let that simmer, you might say, let them soak in it uh, before I go back and try to give them the gospel later on. So uh, those are just some takeaways that I see uh, from this little verse. Uh, give not that which is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before the swine, lest they trample them under feet and turn again and rend you. I hope that's a help to you, and I hope you can apply that to your life today. So until the next time, auf Wiedersehen.